0: we're going live we'll do it live this is the come on man podcast and here's your host paul bauer good morning guys good morning I did it again. I did it again. I had the YouTube up over here so I could post something and I forgot it was up. So as so, soon as I took my bike off of uh, mute, it was like, all of a sudden you have the uh, the delay there. And I was like, God damn it. Oh, you're supposed to be a professional. You're supposed to be a professional. Oh, man, we've got stream elements running, which means this isn't in subscriber only mode. Eh, I guess we'll leave it that way. I guess if you're not a subscriber, you're welcome this morning, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome to join in the chat today. Usually, I keep it on subscriber-only mode, mainly to encourage people to subscribe, to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You You know that whole thing. How's my mic today, guys? Drop a one in the chat. Drop a one in the chat if the mic is okay. I started off Wednesday with the wrong mic. I'm pretty sure I have it set as the right mic this time, though, but that's annoying. That's annoying. Drop a one in the chat if it's good. Drop a one in the chat if the mic is good, guys. Hey, there's there we go. Thanks, guys. Woo! What a week, man! What a week. Ah, thank you for the ones, guys. What a week it's been. Uh, I tried going live Wednesday at at around two p.m. my time because uh, Jack Napier was telling me, "Hey, if you go live when when uh, you're you're." people are on YouTube, right? And YouTube analytics says that most of my audiences is, is online at 2 PM my time. So he's like, yeah, if you go live when everyone's online, you're going to get more views. I got less views actually. So I think that's BS. I think it's more about you guys knowing when I go live and I go live every, every Wednesday and, and Friday mornings at 10 AM Eastern time. So I think that's more, that's, that's, that's a better idea, right? Like, you guys could plan for this sort of thing. And if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for, right? Let's get that on there. Let's get that on there. Good. What's everybody up to today? You guys have any good plans this weekend? I, I had an epic weekend last week, I talked about it on Wednesday. I went went up to uh, Sturgis, rode my motorcycle up there to go hang out with the legendary Aaron Clary, and uh, went to the the, the big motorcycle rally up there that was fun this weekend i'm i'm chilling out a little bit <laughs> i'm chilling out a little bit i'm gonna rest this weekend i think uh what are we talking about today we're talking about an old article i'm gonna drop it in the chat this was from 2012 on the old no ma'am blog and it was titled uh woman most responsible teenager in the house right <laughs> And I've, I've heard this I've heard uh, I've heard this talked about on uh, Rob says's channel. I've heard this talked about on Ryan's channel, but I didn't realize where it, it came from, where the idea came from. Well, this is where it came from, right? I like I'm, I like going through the old Red Pill archive and finding some of these old gems from, you know, 10, 10, 12 years ago. And this is one of them. And so what I did was uh, it's a le- it's pretty lengthy. If you guys want to read through it, it's pretty lengthy article, but it makes a lot of sense. And uh, I just went through and just sort of wrote down key concepts from it. And I thought, you know what, this would be a, a fun topic to talk about today because it's an, it's you also you often hear in the space too that you know women are a lot like children, right? Women are a lot like children and terrorists, and, and we don't deal with terrorists, <laughs> we don't negotiate with terrorists. But there's a reason, there's a reason why people say that. You know what I mean? It, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it sounds bad, right? If you say, oh, women are like children. Of course, that sounds bad. That sounds condescending. That sounds uh, like you hate women. But if you look at it from what what this blog is trying to say, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's just, you know, it's the tone, <laughs> right? The The women don't like the tone. The women don't like the tone. So we're going to get into that today. Before we do, though, this going to be it's. There's a lot of key concepts in this, so I think uh, it's just better to go through the housekeeping now and and get get through the commercial break, and then we can get into this. But if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. I usually put my chats in subscriber only mode, so subscribe, and that way you can usually you can sound off in the in the live chat. Today it's open for everybody though, uh, and if you guys are watching live right now participate, participate in the live, because um, it's 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 a lot smoother when you guys, when I have audience participation, you guys, uh, if you guys have, you know, something to add to the conversation, I'll bring it up on the screen. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, please, please send those super chats, send those super chats, because a lot of videos like this get demonetized simply because the whamen don't like the topic, you know what I mean? So they get reported or, uh, you know, YouTube gets into tizzy and they turn off ads for my my videos. And so I'm largely supported by viewers like you with super chat. So please send those today. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I'm on all the good platforms. Get on the email list list.comonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers like this. I also have Rule Zero stickers available now. If you guys are fans of Rule Zero. And you get a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words because women aren't trying to match with everyone on dating apps. They they get 200 matches easy, right? They don't even have to try. What they're trying to do is filter out all their options. And one of the ways they do that is they look at people's openers in the preview pane. And if you capture her attention in the preview pane, the next thing she does is look at your pictures if your if your pictures suck, you're not going to go anywhere with her. But typically, you won't even get matches if your pictures suck, right? So if you're not getting matches, it's because your pictures suck. Your pictures and your bio sucks. Speaking of bios, I was I'm listening to Rational Mail, the first one. I'm listening to it for the second time, and there's a there's a part in there where Rolos talking about how how women all women on on dating apps are princesses. And how they have overinflated egos of themselves and what they're looking for, and he goes through a, a woman's description from Plenty of Fish or or, or okay, Cupid, or something like that. And it's just ridiculous, right? And so, he so and I think he's actually citing some other forum post in it, but they they, they go and they do the same thing and they write their their description out the same way women do, but, but from a man's point of view and it's super negative and how they, they won't tolerate, you know, they won't tolerate single moms and all this stuff. And it's funny, but so many guys do that. They put that kind of stuff in their bio and it's like, that's not helping you, man. If you make your, if you make your bio on a dating app, super negative, that's just telling women that you're a negative person and they don't want to deal with you. You actually want to keep your bio short and sweet And less is more with a bio. And you want to, the way I tell my clients is uh, you want, there's some psychology in it, right? You want to get a woman qualifying herself to you and uh, you want her going, yeah, yeah, that, that sounds like me. And then telling her why or telling you why she's the right pick, right? You want to get her doing that. Otherwise keep, keep it uh, pretty simple and vague and then uh, and then when you open with these dating app openers, you capture her attention and she'll actually want to talk to you. You know what I mean? And uh that's that's the name of the game, man. It's sales, it's it's like a, it's like a headline, it's like a hook, right? That's what we're doing here. 20 dating app openers when you sign up for the email list. And then if you like those designs for these stickers, they are, they're also available as merch as well, right? Coffee mugs, hats, t shirts, hoodies, all that kind of fun stuff at merch.comonmanpod.com. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com, because, you know, if you get your mind right, everything else tends to fall into place. Join the beer club, guys. We had our 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 August hangout last night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Good turnout again. Man, great group of dudes. This one ended up going two and a half hours. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be a happy hour, but we ended up going two and a half hours just because the conversation was so good. We had some new faces in there. We've had new signups since then. And uh, man, yeah, just good group of dudes hanging out, talking about guy stuff, you know, nothing too heavy and uh, just having a good time. So we definitely had a good time last night. And if you haven't signed up yet, you're missing out. It's only 10 bucks a month. It helps support the show. And then, you know, it's a good outlet to, to, to connect with like-minded dudes, right? And then if you guys want any kind of coaching, uh coaching's available at gumroad.comonmanpod.com. Actually, all my offerings are available at gumroad.comonmanpod.com. Uh, so check that out. And there's, there's two different coaching options, one-on-one coaching options available. And you're working with me directly. A lot of these coaching programs you see from some of the, the, the bigger creators, they're outsourcing that stuff. You're like, Oh, I'm going to work with, I'm going to work with this guy. No, you don't, you know, like, uh, 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 Elliot Hulse, he's a nice guy. He does that, right? You you're buying Elliot Hulse's program. And then you're ended up working with somebody you've never even heard of before. So, I'm not doing that. If you sign up for coaching, you're gonna be working with me directly. But let's talk about the beer club in this commercial and then uh, let's get to the topic at hand today. Here's a harsh truth that everybody gets upset about online when I say it. They get upset because of their ego investment into the fairy tale idea of love and partnership. They get upset because of their ego investment into the idea that their woman is their best friend, their confidant. And they think that love will conquer all and that their woman will be there through thick and thin the truth is that as a man your woman is hardwired biologically and psychologically to want you to be her rock it doesn't work the other way around women do not care about your struggles as a man they may think they care they may even want to care but her evolutionary dna will not let her care if you bring her your problems, she will lose attraction for you over time and she will leave. Now, whenever I talk about this, people lose their minds and start talking about men unaliving themselves. The faster that men learn that women don't care about our struggles, the faster we'll save the lives of men. Men off themselves because of their own ego investments in the Disney fairy tale line. And when that fairy tale goes up in flames, they get zeroed out and they end things. Men do need a proper outlet for dealing with their problems. But going to their woman isn't the answer. Men need a tribe. They need a brotherhood. That's why I created my beer club. It's a monthly virtual hangout for men only. It's a place where men can be men. It's a place where men can talk about guy stuff without having to worry about offending women. It's a place where they can go without having to worry about being called toxically masculine. It's a place where they can go to solve their problems. Because men solve problems, women cause problems, you dig? Visit beer.comeonmanpod.com. That's beer.comeonmanpod.com to sign up. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That's right. Sign up, guys. We had There's a couple guys in the chat that were there last night. Nathan was there. Nathan was quiet last night, though. <laughs> I don't think Nathan said anything last night. <clears throat> uh, and Ryan was there. Ryan, Ryan was there. He, he talked a lot. Uh, he's new face, new face in the club good good group of dudes, guys. oh, and then Nathan sent a super chat this morning. You get this man you get you get this Nathan's the man sent two dollars super chat. Thank you so much for supporting the show. All right, let's talk about whamming, guys, those whamming and how. <laughs> How, how they're the they're the most responsible teenager in the house all right and then if you guys are watching on Facebook right now smash that like button and head on over to YouTube all right so I dropped the link in the chat already it's also in the description but uh, there's this old article from the no man blog called uh, woman the most responsible teenager in the house and uh, it goes it's from 2012 right it's actually a pretty funny article it's pretty lengthy so I wrote down these these key concepts so let's just get into it uh, so the first one, first key concept is that men and women don't mature the same, right? Well, well, no shit, right? <laughs> no shit, right? In early stages of life, women actually mature faster than men. And everybody knows this. Everyone knows this. Women uh, mature, think puberty, right? Girls start developing breasts and all that stuff, you know, at like 12 years old, takes guys a few more years, a few more years, right? And uh, but everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. Now, now women uh, they mature faster biologically at early in their early teens because they have to be responsible for the children that they might bear. And if you go back, you know, a hundred years ago or a couple hundred years ago, I mean, girls were were having kids and getting married at like fourteen. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it, our our evolutionary history, you know, women were. bearing children at a very early age. Right. So they had to, they had to mature fast so that they could, you know, be, you know, have the mental maturity to, uh, to, to take care of kids. Right. Now by, uh, by 18 women, actually their studies, I guess, according to this article, that the, by 18, their mental maturity now matches their biological maturity. And that's pretty much where they stay, right? They stay right there. And um, this is where the mental maturity ends, according to Arthur Schopenhauer and William James in the article. So, this is why the article's titled this way, right? Women are the most responsible teenager in the house because they literally stop mentally maturing at 18. They're literally teenagers. <laughs> right? Have any of you guys, if you guys are watching live right now, have any of you guys heard any of this before? Does any of this make sense? Is this the first time you're hearing that sound off of the live? Don't be quiet today, guys. Don't be quiet. So this is where their mental maturity ends. And then men, according to the article, men don't reach the same level of maturity that women do until about 28. So about 10 years later, At 28, that's when we finally catch up, us men, finally catch up to women's mental maturity. That's why, uh, you know, in our early 20s, women are disgusted by how immature, immature we are. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You heard this from Ryan. Yeah. So that makes sense, right? So we finally catch up by the time we're 28. Now. You could think of, they said in this article, this is kind of condescending, but funny. They said, you could think of it like comparing a, a three-month fermented wine served in a box to a single malt scotch whiskey aged for decades in a, in an oak cask, right? Because she stops maturing at 18, and she, you know, she's so she's quite literally the most responsible teenager in the house, but uh, men don't stop. We don't stop. We never stop. So once we we reach, you know, we reach that same level of maturity, we finally catch up at 28. We keep maturing. We keep maturing mentally. So that's why it's it's very much like you know the boxed wine versus the aged uh, the aged single malt uh, scotch whiskey in a cask, right? (laughs) Um, Now they stop maturing largely because of their biological destiny as childbearers and caretakers of children. Okay. So this isn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It just sounds bad. Right. And this is actually kind of a blessing for women because it makes them more emotionally tuned in, which is an asset because children almost solely communicate through their emotions. Don't they? Especially very young children, very young children. They, uh, they They haven't learned how to communicate with their words yet, right how many of you guys are are parents? Have you ever like as a toddler you you have a toddler and you're like, use your words, use your words you have to you have to teach kids to start communicating with their words instead of their emotions well women women are naturally emotionally tuned in so that they could deal with that better that's that's why women tend to deal with that a little bit better than guys do for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Your brain's not, not developed fully until 25 anyway. Yeah. Uh, So CW says not the first time I've heard of it, but just noticed from their behaviors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They, they talk, we talk about that uh, later here. So this is a blessing because, you know, they could better deal with children. Right. So, and it's also good to understand uh, this so that you can understand women better. Right. Because knowing women's proclivity to be emotional, it helps you also know that one cannot be emotional and rational at the same time. Right. This is why arguing with women is largely pointless. Right. Arguing with women is pointless because men try to argue rationally and women argue emotionally and you'll never get anywhere arguing that way. You know what I mean? And when you're when you're arguing with emotion, there's no rules right? Nothing matters. The truth doesn't matter because it's how you feel. You know what I mean? So that's why arguing with women largely, you're just, it's just a waste of time. That's why when they say, oh, communication's the key, it's not always the key. (laughs) Communication's not always the key. You can't, you can't negotiate certain things, right? Because you're dealing from a rational standpoint and they're dealing from a, from a, an emotional standpoint. Oh shit. Look at this. Larry said a $50 super chat. You get this one, man. I was just gonna say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy definitely fucks. $50 super chat. Thanks, Larry. Larry's gonna be on the podcast on Monday, actually. He's my shipmate. And so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about Navy sea stories uh in that episode. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. If you want to prove this point, tell her what's to say? If you want to prove this point, tell her uh to pick where to eat. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even know they don't even know where they want to eat you'll see wandering warrior says women avoid personal accountability and responsibility like the plague just like children yep oh, cw's a parent okay oh yo you're you gonna go up to Sturgis next year i might nurse Chick and i might do it next year but uh you know she didn't go this year because she's she's just got her her motorcycle endorsement this year so she didn't go with me but uh, we might go next year. But I told her, like, if we're going next year, we're going in multiple legs. You know, we're going to ride our motorcycles up, but we're going to ride up and, like, you know, drive, ride for four hours, get a hotel, ride for four hours, get a hotel. So because the, like, going in one shot's too much. It's too much. All right. So arguing is pointless. Uh, okay. There's a section in this article on what's mine and what's yours is ours. Right? what's mine, and what's yours is ours. So like a teenager, it says in the article, like a teenager refers to the family sedan uh, that his parents paid for as our car, but the iPod he bought with his own money as his iPod, right? Women often think about, especially in a relationship, that everything is ours unless it's it's something she paid for, that it's hers, right? Reminds me of when I was married, right? Everything was ours unless she bought something with my money because she didn't work. <laughs> Otherwise, everything like, man. So I had a, I talked about it last week. Someone, people have asked, kept asking me about uh, Tech Chop, right? My old, my old tech podcast from years ago, Tech Chop. So I was doing Tech Chop for a, for a while and I was, I was a fat piece of crap. If you guys want to go back and, and look it up on YouTube, but, uh, I was making I was making pretty decent money with it, you know. I mean, it was it was more of a hobby, right? It was more of a hobby. I was making okay money with it, and I was uh I would pull it in and she was like, Oh, I want some of that money. I want some of that money. It's like, did you did you write up any of these episodes? Did you help me edit it? Did you help me film it? Why do you get any of this money? Like, this is my hobby money. Why don't you go find a hobby that makes you money? Right. But what's 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 mine and what's yours is ours. <laughs> right oh what's the best harley uh i don't i don't i don't have a harley i don't know man i don't know i have a honda i think uh, so i don't know (laughs) i don't know man oh let's see the old saying her money is her money but your money is our money yep (laughs) Yep. That's why, man. If I ever decided to get the government involved in my relationships again, uh, we we would have we'd have separate banking accounts. There's no way I could I could do that again without having separate banking accounts. And the fight I talked to uh, Dr. Robert Glover about this. And Dr. Robert Glover's like, you know, he goes, "You your next relationship, you're not going to have a problem with money at all because you're going to have the money thing figured out." He's like, "But something else is going to come up that you didn't plan for," you know. So it's like, okay, fair enough. But at least you'll have to fucking worry about the money thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just Larry, just go to uh just go to a dealer and, and sit on it. You know, really it's like if you can touch the ground and keep and hold the bike up, that's really all that's all that all that matters, I think. If you're six two, I think that that that's like all bikes, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> all bikes. You could do that. Oh, I do not miss being married. That's for sure. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I, I really enjoy the relationship I have with nurse chick. You know, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. It's effortless. And, uh, but we also don't live together. Right. And then at the end of her week, she goes home and, uh, and then I see her again in a week and it's great. It gives us time to miss each other. It's perfect arrangement. Perfect arrangement. All right, the next section talks about how women tend to change their minds about careers like children do, right? And it says, ask a child what they want to be. They might say a fireman one week, and then the next they'll say an astronaut, right? Men, men tend to be more successful because they pick a career and they stick with it. Women are notorious for starting a career, doing it for six years, then quitting and pursuing a career doing something else, right? Right. <laughs> So it says here that people who change their minds too often rarely harvest the fruit of their labors. And that this isn't in the article, but it reminded me of Think and Grow Rich. And I talk about this a lot when I'm talking about the law of attraction, my law of attraction course. Where is that? When I talking about the law of attraction course, because Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is a law of attraction book. And I mentioned it in the course. But one of the things that he says is that successful people come to decision very quickly and change their minds very rarely. Right. And uh, if you're an indecisive person, you struggle a lot with things. So you got to learn to be more decisive uh, because that's actually more of a masculine trait, learning to be more decisive. And uh, we show you how we talk about that in the Law of Attraction course, if you're if you're ever interested in that. But. That's something that they talk about in Think and Grow Rich, right? You got to come to a decision quickly and change minds rarely. And women have a hard time making up their minds, don't they? And then they change their minds frequently, don't they, right? Women has a prerogative. They have a prerogative to change their minds. <laughs> it's because they're, they're thinking like children, right? They're thinking like children. Man, my mom cannot make a goddamn decision to save her life. And, uh, she won't go to my dad because my dad gets annoyed with her about it. So she comes to me, she comes to me. What do you think? What do you think of this? So I just make a decision for her. I'm like, why don't you do this? uh, So tonight, tonight's my dad's birthday. And, um, my mom's like, Hey, I want to take your dad out to dinner. We're going to go to, uh, Zach's barbecue in Hotchkiss. And I was like, okay, uh, cool. Sounds good. But she never told me what time. And then my dad sends me a text yesterday. He goes, hey, are, are, what time am, are we meeting at Zach's? And I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, mom didn't tell me a time. How about 6 p.m.? And he goes, okay, yeah, that sounds good. My and, and when I text my dad, he doesn't talk to my mom. And when I text my mom, she doesn't talk to my dad. It's it's hilarious. So I, I said that to my dad. I go, how about 6 p.m.? And he's like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. So I text my mom. I go, I go, what time are we meeting at Zach's tomorrow? 6 p.m.? Question mark. And she goes, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I have to make the decisions for my mom's plans. You know what I mean? Uh, so that, and she's like in her seventies, she's still thinking the same way, right? Can't make a damn decision, but I love, I love her. I love her. Now women may, this is says this in the article, women may want to be a doctor, but after 10 years, now she wants to be a mother, right? And evidence actually shows this is a very frequent occurrence. Right. Women will go into a career and do it for a few years until they find a man. And then now they want to be a stay at home mom. Right. Guys can't just do that kind of shit. (laughs) Guys can't do that kind of shit. They can't change their minds like that. Oh, let's see here. Yes. The sales industry makes, makes lots of money on women. Yeah. Have you ever noticed too, women, the way they shop is, it's funny. Right. Because they, they're, they don't care about how much money they spend. What they'll do is if they've spent a shitload of money, they come and tell you how much money they saved. Oh, I I bought this and I saved this much. Oh, oh, you saved that much. But how much did you fucking spend? <laughs> that's, that's not the point. That's not the point. I saved 10%. <laughs> oh, they're so cute, aren't they? Oh. Oh, the 19th. Oh, that's right. 19th tomorrow, man. 19th, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nathan. Good stuff. Yeah, Leos are the best, guys. Leos are the best. All right. So they change their minds a lot. The next section in the article says, you need to add right now, I feel like, at the front of anything a woman says to you because whatever she says depends on how she's feeling in the moment. All right. So an example in the article is... I'll love you forever. Right? So you need to, you need to change that sentence to right now. I feel like I'll, I'll love you forever, but divorce rates show otherwise. Right. It's, it's it's just like marriage. Right. Right now. I feel like I'll love you through sickness and in health until death do us part. And then they go, then 70% of women go and file for the divorces. Right. Because right in that moment on the wedding day, she felt that way, but Seven years, eleven years, 14 years, 30 years down the road, she doesn't feel that way anymore. She it doesn't matter what the vows were. <laughs> guys, I think take vows a little more seriously, right? Unless uh they some chick really comes up and it just knocks the wife goggles off your face. Most guys sort of look at a, a chick like she was the first time they met him, right? And then it doesn't matter what she does after that. But women aren't the same, women aren't the same that way. <clears throat> They're not the same that way. Women are often like children as well, pushing boundaries to see what they could get away with. Right. Women will shit test us to see how we handle it. Right. And the more you fail her shit test, the shittier they act. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, Very much like a child, though. Right. Right a child starts acting bad and you don't correct that bad behavior they they just get worse and then they grow up to be shitty adults uh, you know with drug problems and money problems and stuff like that right you gotta you gotta nip that shit in the bud early and uh as kids be hard on your kids early so that when they're teenagers they make good decisions That was one thing that I had to learn right and and uh, you know one of the things uh i, I I'm really grateful for the relationship I have with my ex-wife was uh, she she had a cousin where her cousin and her cousin's husband ran a church in uh, in Lemon Grove, California. And uh, we go to that church, and, and their kids were the most well-behaved kids I've ever met in my life. They were such good parents. And they had a parenting class after church uh, for, you know, a, a period of several months, and we attended those classes and that was one of the things that they taught us in that class is that you've got to really set ground, set the ground rules early on in, uh, in a kid's life and really enforce those rules and not let your kids get away with shit early on and, and and create those good habits. So that way, when they're teenagers, they're making good decisions because parents that don't do that, they'll end up trying to reel their teenagers back in and their teenagers are out of fucking control but by then it's too late. It's too late to to reel your kids in. By the time they're teenagers, you have to set the groundwork early when they're young, so that they make good decisions when they're teenagers. And that, so I've really tried hard to do that with my kids. I was really fucking hard on my kids when they were they're young. Now they're teenagers. I'm cool with them, and we get along really great. And, but they also make good decisions, so I don't have to get on them so much. You know. But women are the same way. When you get when you start off with a start with a, a new woman, she's going to test your boundaries a little bit, and uh, how you handle it depends on how she's going to treat you. So if you learn how to handle shit tests, uh, you'll find that women stop treating you shitty, right? And they they start respecting you more, which is important because women can't love you if they don't respect you. Which we get into here. But that's a lot like children, man. It's a lot like children. <laughs> That's right. Don't reward her bad behavior. Don't reward that. Likewise, reward good behavior, right? Uh, It's like when a a woman's withholding sex, right? And then uh, when she goes to want to have sex with you, you go, oh, I'll show her by not having sex with her. That doesn't teach women a lesson. It doesn't. Because they have unlimited access to sex if they want it, right? So you, by denying her sex, is actually just t- telling her hey go get it somewhere else you know it doesn't teach her uh, any any bad behavior or it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't punish her bad behavior you're actually punishing yourself for that you want to reward that because that's good behavior you see what i'm saying okay did i make sense with that or was i rambling on i was probably rambling on that's okay <clears throat> so speaking of a woman can't love you if she doesn't respect you you guys may have heard this in the space. I've heard this as well, but this is in the article, right? It says it says there's a there's an order to love. Men love women, women love children, and children love puppies. Okay. Now I've had I've heard other guys in the space say something similar, right? They say love flows downwards and respect flows upwards. Uh an iron rule of Tomasi number six. This isn't in the article, but it reminded me of this, right? Iron rule of Tomasi number six says women are utterly incapable of loving a man in in the way that a man expects to be loved. Now, a lot of people hear that and they think that Rolo is saying that women don't love, right? Women are incapable of love. That's not what he's saying. (laughs) That's not what he's saying at all, right? It's not to say that women can't love a man. They just love differently than men do right? We love more idealistically. We are the, probably the closest thing to unconditional love, right? The way that men love women is, is a little bit closer to unconditional. It's not totally unconditional, but it's probably the closest thing. Women just don't love that way. Women love more opportunistically, right? And they can't do it if they don't respect you, right? Now, a lot of women, too, they also tend to put children first in relationships, don't they? My wife did, right? As soon as we had kids, now her focus was on the on the kids and not on the relationship. That happens a lot, especially in modern relationships, right? Women tend to put children first, and then this often causes relationships to fail. Um, but it's not her fault, right? That's sort of her default programming to, to want to care for the children and put the, the kids first. But if uh you know, but if men and women put the relationship first and acted as a united front, the children will sort themselves out and grow into healthier adults that way. Right? But men, it's a man's job to set the tone and lead from the beginning to get to that point. It's his job to set that frame from the beginning. You know what I mean? Because we're we we're the the leaders of the relationship because we're the we're not the most responsible teenager in the house. We're the actual responsible one. <laughs> Oh, CW says my ex-wife definitely did that. Yeah, so did mine. So did mine, you know? So it's like, you got to set that tone from the beginning. Like, hey, no, we're going to focus on our each other. We're going to focus on, you know, having a loving relationship and the kids will sort themselves out and they will. They will because your kids are going to see an example of what a healthy, loving relationship looks like. And then they're going to grow up to, to know how to be in a healthy, loving relationship. Right. Most of us learn how to like how to navigate relationships from our parents. So you got to set that example of how to have a, a healthy, loving relationship. And you do that by being a united front. But you as the man have to set that tone and set that frame. Now, the next thing here, don't bring her your problems. This is actually in the article. And this is, I mean, the number one thing that I talk about, about the beer club. Right. You do not bring women your problems. Now, the article says she's not your confidant, soulmate, or your respite in in stormy times. Is that how you pronounce that? Respite? Respite? She's not your soulmate or your respite in stormy times. That's for her sole benefit. It doesn't work in reverse. Okay? If you bring her your struggles, she's going to lose confidence in your ability to lead her and will begin to resent you for it. Right? Now, a lot of guys think, uh, you know, they think of... uh, equalism right egalitarianism we're we're all equals in this relationship it's a partnership it's not it's not it's a hierarchy <laughs> it's not Re- uh, healthy relationships are a hierarchy she doesn't want to be your equal she doesn't on a deep level subconscious level she doesn't want to be your equal she wants to look up to you and she wants you to set the tone and lead which makes this a hierarchy right you're the you're the commanding officer she's your executive officer or your your first officer, however you want to call it. In the, in the U.S. Navy, it's 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 captain and executive officer. That's how it is. So she's your executive officer, and you're you're in charge. You're overall in charge, right? And so you cannot go to her with your struggles. You can't. She could can go to you with her struggles. She expects you to be her rock, but she's not your rock. If you keep doing that, she just on a subconscious level looks at you like you're weak. So that's why I say join the beer club and bring your problems to your boys cuz guys is so many guys bottle that kind of stuff up they bottle that stuff up and then they you know end things and it's like it's because they feel like they don't have anywhere to go with their struggles like I'm a man I I just got to I just got to deal with it I don't have any friends well fix that shit <laughs> joining a good group of, of, of guys that you could go to with this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But don't definitely don't bring it to your girl. That's she's just not, she's just not there for that. And it also it goes to this whole, you know, thing, how she's the most responsible teenager. Uh next part of the article says women are like terrible twos. You know, when you tell them no, right. You tell a woman, no, they often throw tantrums. They get all mad about it. You know, have you? how many of you guys, how many of you guys have ever told a woman no and like had a woman like lose her shit about it? <laughs> and then what do we do as men? They'd lose their shit and then we just cave in and go, okay, fine, fine. Fuck it. Right. I pick my battles. Well, the more you do that, the more they walk all over you and the more they lose respect for you. It's just like a, a, a toddler. The, you know, they throw it, they throw a fit in the supermarket and you allow that shit the more they do that shit, right? And then they grow up to be terrible, unruly children. So when, when a kid's like throwing a temper tantrum in, in the supermarket, you grab them by the wrist and you fucking walk them out and you go, we're not doing this here, right? <laughs> Same thing. You got to be able to tell a woman no and then stand your ground. And then she's got respect for you. And she's like, actually, women are like turned on by that. You Tell a woman no. And she's just like, oh, oh shit. I can't get my way with this guy. They actually like it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. See? There you go. Yeah, I mean you, you just got to you, you got they expect you to be the man, right? Be the man t- and tell her no and then she's like, "Oh shit, look at this guy. Look at this guy. I can't get my way with him." I dig that. Like all of a sudden it like they're subconsciously they're like they're turned on by that kind of shit, right? And then finally it says here you you know, when you when you take all this into consideration you can use this to your advantage, right? Don't, I mean, just treat her like a bratty little sister and have fun with it, okay? Don't resent women for the way they act because they're women. Just understand how they act and go, okay, all right. And then you work with it. And then you do that by treating her like a bratty little sister, right? The more you patronizingly treat women like bratty kids' sisters, the more their vag takes over their critical thinking skills. (laughs) And it says here, it it just goes to their, their, how the fact that women, they, they just, they love submitting to powerful men. They love it. You know? So if you treat them like a bratty little sister, it actually puts them at a, at a one down position from you. And that, that, that you're, now you're, now you're using hypergamy to your advantage, right? There's all these guys out there. They're like, Oh, these hypergamous women, they get all mad at it. Don't get mad at it. Look at how it works and use it to your advantage. Right. A woman can't respect you and love you if she doesn't sort of look up to you that way. She, she's not going to have any sexual interest in you for if she doesn't look up to you in a certain way. That's why, like when guys put women on pedestals, uh, they have no choice but to look down on the guys that do that because the guys put them up so high on the pedestal. So just, you just don't do that. You treat them like a bratty little sister. And they're like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Like, he's he's sexier <laughs> when you do that, right? <clears throat> yeah, definitely don't, don't be a yes man when it comes to women. It'll definitely make your life harder. Yeah, which is funny because Wednesday I was talking about how uh, you do kind of want to be like the movie Yes Man when it comes to going on adventurous activities. You want to say yes to that kind of stuff and live life, right? That makes you more of an interesting person, but you don't want to be a yes man when it comes to women, that's for sure. That's right. You have to be her best option or you at least have to make her think that you're her her best option. Right. That's that's using hypergamy to your advantage for sure. Well, that's the article, guys. Again, I'll drop it in the in the uh, chat here. If you guys want to read it yourself, it's a pretty it's a pretty fun article, but it, it really helps you understand women's nature, you know. It's not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It sounds bad, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just it's like, okay, yeah, this is how women are. And and God bless them. <laughs> God bless them. We, we love them. Don't we We love those, 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 those uh, quirky little, those quirky little kids. Don't we? <laughs> oh man. Short episode today, guys. Short episode. Uh, Who's hosting rule zero tomorrow. I think it's Troy. <clears throat> Last week, Last week is funny because uh I was traveling, Thor was traveling, Glenn's Glenn was in the hospital because I poisoned that son of a bitch. He was in the hospital, and so all of a sudden Rolo, I think like uh it was like late Friday night, he goes, Oh shit, who's hosting tomorrow? <laughs> and uh so Ryan jumped in <clears throat> with uh some of his uh his um uh, T-Rex army guys. And they just sort of winged rule zero. They had no, no topic. And they just sort of threw it together. Last minute. It was literally last minute. Ryan threw that together. So that was last week. So this week when I came back, I I was trying to get things coordinated again. I said, Hey, who's hosting. And, uh, so I think Troy's supposed to host, but haven't heard much about it since Tuesday. So look out for that on social media. I'm like 90% sure that, that Troy's hosting. Tune in Monday. My shipmate Larry Beach uh, joins me on Monday. Larry's Larry's funny because he has a really nice webcam, but he lost it somehow. And uh, so when I said, "Hey, let's let's do this show," he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's do it." And then you know the day before, he's like, "I can't find my webcam." So he went out like the morning of and grabbed this like the cheapest webcam he could find. So we do this episode. The audio's fine, but like his video is like it freezes up like half the time throughout the whole entire episode. So it's it's gonna be one that you're gonna to, to listen to on Spotify or Apple or Apple Podcasts or something like that. But it's a good episode. We talk about Navy stuff. It's just us, you know, talking about old Navy sea stories. I, I have these books that we used to collect or that, that we used to write um, these these logs, right? The Navy has all these blank log books. And so we 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 did these uh you know, daily happenings logs where I just kept a journal of the, the stupid shit that was happening in, in, in combat. And, uh, and I kept them. I still have them. So we, we opened it up and talked about some of the, some of the, the, the funny things that were going on. There was this guy, Luna, this guy, Luna drew this like big old fucking dick for no reason in the back of the book. So like we show that on (laughs) like, I don't know why, but it's a very accurate rendition of, of uh, cock and balls there. It's, Navy stuff, you know what I mean? But funny episode, Navy Sea Stories. It's going to be fun. You guys are going to want to tune into that. Uh, oh, their show about nothing was great. I, I missed it. Yeah, I was hanging out with Cappy, so I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. <clears throat> all right, that's all I got, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and do the, do the housekeeping. I don't see any more Super Chats. Thanks for the guys that sent Super Chats today, though. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you for everyone that sounded off in the live today if you guys are watching the replay drop a comment below your favorite emoji doesn't really matter follow me on social media the links are in the description again send super chats during these guys it, it helps support the show a lot of these episodes get demonetized because of the topics uh, youtube doesn't like to talk about how women are like the most responsible teenager in the house <laughs> get on the email list manpod.com get a pdf with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to, to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words also get Stickers and then I have rule zero stickers as well, right? As a part of that package. And then if you like those designs, they're available as uh as merch. You know, get a coffee bug at merch.comonmanpod.com dot com. But get on the email list at list.comonmanpod.com. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comonmanpod.com dot com. It's a mindset course, it's not genie's, you know, granting wishes, it's not woo-woo chakras and all that kind of stuff. It's it's literally uh explain from the psychological uh, standpoint of of how the law of attraction works it's really about reprogramming your subconscious uh, paradigm and once in 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 your 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 results are based on your actions and your actions are based on your thoughts and your paradigm so we learn how to fix that to fix our results right We're, we're reverse engineering Check out the beer club. Last night's beer club hangout was awesome. Went about two and a half hours. Good, good group of dudes. It's a good outlet for your problems because, you know, women are like children, right? They don't, can't bring them your problems. Women cause problems, men solve problems. You know what I mean? (laughs) So check out the beer club. It's only 10 bucks and that supports the show. And then if you guys want any kind of coaching, one-on-one coaching, it's available. I have two, two options available for that at gumroad.com You can see all, all the offerings there. What else we got? Okay. No more super chats. We'll end it here guys. And then we'll see you on rule zero. Hopefully, uh, should be, I think. And I, like I th- said, I think it's on, uh, I think it's on Troy's channel. So we'll see you on rule zero tomorrow. This has been the come on man podcast. Now go out and get it.